Welcome to Potluck, a podcast from the Great Plains Conference of the United Methodist Church. Instead of bringing food to the table, we bring stories of inspiration and celebration from the Great Plains Conference and beyond. Pull up a seat. You are always welcome at our table. One of the longest standing customs in Methodism, perhaps more so in the Great Plains, is the potluck dinner. Everyone brings out their best to share with their friends and fellow church members. Sometimes you know what you're going to get, sometimes you walk away with something unexpected. That's our goal here at the Potluck Podcast as well. If you walk away feeling nourished and fulfilled, we've done our job. I'm David Burke from the Great Plains Conference Communications Office. Thank you for joining us. We welcome Rhonda Kingwood to the first episode of Potluck, the Great Plains podcast. Rhonda Kingwood is the pastor of the Heart of Christ Church in Wichita. It's a new church start, but it has very familiar roots in the Wichita City. Uh, Rhonda Kingwood, we welcome you to the first episode of Potluck. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's our pleasure. Uh, first of all, tell us what Heart of Christ Church is and, and how it's different from what it was as the St. Mark Southeast Campus. Well, Heart of Christ is uh, it's the same um, area, same church, but we've changed names. Um, we were the Southeast Campus of the St. Mark United Methodist Church. But when we started Heart of Christ, it was always uh, a different ministry. It had a life of its own. And so Heart of Christ is made up more of people that are non-church. It's not made up of people that grew up in, you know, the United Methodist Church all their lives. And so it creates a uh, a new uh, ministry uh, able to kind of um, just able to kind of reach people uh, in a, on a new level in a different way. And so Heart of Christ is all about community. Um, it's, it's different in the fact that it's just our average age is 25 to 50. We are a young church. Um, and so, and our ministry is basically about engagement and about being in the community. Um, so I think that's how it's different um, than St. Mark. Well, great. What what kind of outreach are you doing to the communities in the community so far? Well, we we have what we call loads of love, and so we go into the laundromat and pay for people's laundry. Um, we go to the nursing home and we take our keyboard and uh, we may do ice cream or something, but we just have a little music session and we pray for them and those kinds of things. Um, we also um, do prayer walks. We're actually getting ready for a prayer walk um, this weekend on Saturday where we go out and we pray for people, but we also invite them when we have special engagements or just inviting them to church. We're getting ready for worship in the park. That's a very big uh, uh, event for us. We're going to take our Sunday service on the 15th, which is National Back to Church Sunday, we're going to take the that Sunday service and we're going to move it to the park. 
And so instead of meeting in the building, we will be at Schweitzer Park and we will have a full-blown worship service and we will also serve free food after our service. So we're excited about um, that piece that we're doing. Fantastic. And uh, the facility itself, obviously we said it was um, St. Mark's Southeast Campus for a few years. And before that, uh, it's it's got quite a history to the to the building, right? Yes, it was Epworth, um, and under the uh, leadership of the General Secretary, Genius Dotson, which was the uh, senior pastor at that time, um, heard the call, and we did what we call an Elijah, uh, Elijah uh, project with Epworth and St. Mark. And so as we voted um, from both churches, uh, voted to uh, take over the Epworth Church. And so Epworth became St. Mark's Southeast. And even as I was saying earlier, as we built uh, this ministry and as God continued to move in this ministry, it, it took on a life of itself, had a little bit of the DNA, had the you know DNA of St. Mark, but uh, went in a little different direction. And so it, it does have a history. Um, and I think, you know, this is just kind of how God is just uh, taking us to higher heights and deeper depths. Every round goes higher. So we're just moving in this. And so we've gone from Epworth to St. Mark's Southeast, and now we're heart of Christ. Oh, great. Great. Um, I must admit that I have uh, fouled up the name of this church a couple times. I've called it Heart of God, Heart of Jesus, and then Heart of Christ. Um, how, how did the, uh, the how did the name come about? Well, what we did um, we did a naming session, and so what we did was we asked uh, those that were a part of the church to submit names. Um, and so we had about 110 names submitted for the church. And uh, we put together a team of nine people that included uh, um, generational. Uh, we had youth, we had young adults, and we had uh, adults and senior saints on that team. And they came together with those 110 names and they um, met and brought it down to three names. We got down to three names that they picked. And then we had a uh, service where we had a big vote. And so during that service, we took those three names and I talked about what a name means and we had prayer and then we voted. And that's how we came up with Heart of Christ. And I believe it was the name that God wanted us to have. So, Well, good, good. And I noticed, at least in my time recently visiting there, it's not the Heart of Christ United Methodist Church. It's just the Heart of Christ Church, correct? Yeah, it's, it's actually Heart of Christ Church, but it's underneath it'll say a UMC congregation. Okay, okay. And, yeah, is, so is the, and then there's—go ahead. Oh, is the cross and flame in your logo, or— Oh, yes. Okay. If you notice, I don't know if you noticed uh, when you came, but out front we have a new um, canvas out front on our awning, and it had the whole cross and flame and uh, everything on, on there. And then on our signs, it has, we have a different cross and flame, but yes, 
we have our logo. We are a UMC congregation. So. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, I did notice a very bright red awning when I was there a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I have, have a feeling you had something to do with that. Oh, I'm, I'm excited about the things that we have done. Uh, as of May 19th is kind of when we kind of moved into Heart of Christ. That's when we first got our name, but it was official June 1st. And so the things that have happened as we are on this journey and becoming a new church, um, I'm excited about and celebrate every victory. Uh, whether it's a sign outside that we finally finished, we celebrate it. Whether we have new awning, we celebrate it. Um, getting the carpets clean, we celebrate <laughs> it. You know what I mean? So it's just been a journey. Um, it's been a journey to get here, and it's a journey as we move forward. Oh, great. In looking at some of the Facebook pictures, I noticed uh, it's not entirely an African-American church. There is, looks like a, a push for multiculturalism. Is that uh, a correct assumption? Yes, it is. We, we really um, are trying to let people know that, you know, this is a church for anyone. Our, our roots are African-American. But we're open. Uh, Jesus has, you know, there's, there's, we're all one in Jesus. So we are uh, pretty much diverse, um, but we're still primarily um, African American. But we're very diverse, if that makes sense. Sure. Is that reaching out to the community? Then I, I'm not sure the makeup of that part of town. Yes, it is. It's reaching out to the community. Um, we did what we call. Uh, um, praise on the lawn. And this last time we called it a family fun night. And so we go out on the front on that corner and we set up the band and we have free food and games and all that. And we just, you know, as people are driving by, as people are walking by, we invite them and, and they come. And so a lot of times we, our members come from some of the engagement uh, events that we do. And so they, you know, come, we had a young man that came um, came two weeks later, joined, has been a part of the church. And so that's how we reach. Uh, that community is is very uh, diverse um, with uh, African-American, Caucasian, uh, Hispanic, and some Asian. Uh, and there's some Africans in that area, too. So uh, it's a very diverse area, diverse economically. Um, we have, we sit next to, you know, people that are homeless. Uh, we sit, I mean, next to people that, uh, you know, middle class, um, it, it's, a, it's a diverse community is what I'm, I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. So. We're talking to Rhonda Kingwood from the Heart of Christ Church. We're going to take a break and be back after these messages from the Reverend Nancy Lambert, Director of Clergy Excellence, with an exciting opportunity for pastors in the Great Plains. Clergy, are you in need of some time away from the routine and challenge of ministry and be attentive to your relationship with God? Consider attending Roots for Your Soul, a spiritual formation retreat planned just for you, November 4th through 6th at St. Benedict Retreat Center near Schuyler, Nebraska. The only cost to you for this three-day, two-night retreat is $25. 
Registration is open until mid-October and information can be found on the Clergy Excellence webpage under Continuing Education. Leadership will be provided by C.N. Emerton, a licensed mental health professional, and Father Thomas Leitner, the administrator of St. Benedict Center. Hope you will plan to be there. Welcome back to Potluck. We're continuing our conversation with Rhonda Kingwood from the Heart of Christ Church in Wichita. Uh, as part of the St. Mark staff, you worked with some very uh, magnetic personalities like Junius Dotson and Robert Johnson uh, through the years. What, what did you learn in working with them and watching them through the years? Um, well, basically, it was Junius. He was there uh, for 14 years. And um, even though I was part-time staff when he came on, um, he is the one that gave me the opportunity uh, as a full-time staff person. And so with him, um, I learned a lot about uh, ministry. I've been in ministry all my life because I grew up uh, in, in church. And I was started out Church of God in Christ. Um, and so when I came into the Methodist church, you know, it was a little different, a lot more, you know, structure. And so really learning um, under him systems and um, just um, flows and just the way um, that we do um, service and the way that um, we um, reach out, uh, the community piece, the engagement piece. And so I learned quite a bit from him. So taking that with what I already had with the biblical foundation and being able to uh, serve and make sure that people had that foundation, that spiritual foundation. And he just helped me to um, really mold that and uh, began to take it even further and grow even more. So I feel like he's been a great mentor. Um, and the reason why I can do what I do now is because of what I've learned through him and others down through the years. Well, great. Great. And you talked about uh, your music involvement. And if anyone out there has not seen you lead a choir or perform in a praise group, they need to do it immediately. You, are, you have such a magnetic personality that, that really shows in your singing and your performing. Um, what you, you talked about uh, music being a lifelong influence in the church for you. How, how far back does that go? First of all, thank you for that. I appreciate it. I love I love ministry and I love leading, and so that's that's been an awesome experience for me. Um, music goes way back. Um, I've been you know doing music m most of my life, um, and it's been a joy to grow in that as well. Um, the exhortation and leading praise and worship and and just watching God work and. Uh, being able to be in a place and in a space um, where God can move and uh, I allow him to use me, that it's not about me, but spending time, what what do your people need to hear? Uh, and, and spending time in fasting and praying so God can move through me. So it's been a joy to do that. I've also done theater for about 15 years. And so musical theater. So I think that was a good backdrop. God really worked in that. Uh, with me and gave me favor 
And I was able to, even in theater, to minister to others and to uh, bring others, um, you know, invite them to church and those kinds of things. And so it's it's been a journey. God has just used me in many areas of my life and in many things that I've done. He's used that to get me to where I am today. Oh, great. You talked about your, your musical background, uh, your, your theater background, I guess I should say. Um, how effective is that for you, having that theater background, that performer background, as a worship leader and as a pastor? You know, I think it, it really set the stage for me because, you know, being in theater, you, you are always in front of people. You're always on stage, and um, you're... you're um, it's similar to me being out in front leading praise and worship. It's similar to um, the audience participation. It's it's a different way of doing it, you know, spiritually. Um, but it 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 kind of helped mold me. Uh, but I have a very extrovert personality and um, a boldness, so it, it wasn't hard for me. I didn't have to work real hard to be out front. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but I believe that God used that to get me ready for what I am doing now. I think everything that we do in life, God uses to uh, mold us and make us and to get us ready for the things that he has for us. So. Do you remember the first time you were ever in front solo of a, of a congregation? Wow. Um, Solo, probably uh, maybe around, well, probably young, young girl, maybe elementary age. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Doing some uh, music, singing, you know, like a solo part at the church uh, when we were in like Sunshine Band, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what we called it um, back then. That was probably my earliest. Um, but when I really knew what I was doing was probably more like junior high school. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation with Rhonda Kingwood. I leave you with our disaster response coordinator, the Reverend Holly Tapley, talking about the importance of volunteering throughout the Great Plains when disaster strikes. Hi, this is Holly Tapley, your disaster response coordinator for the Great Plains Conference. As you know, we have had an extremely busy year with disaster response all over our conference. Flooding, tornadoes in both states have just totaled and, and, and made it it's, it's very taxing on our volunteers. We need more volunteers. We've had a great small group of individuals who have dedicated hours upon hours, but we need more. So we have some trainings coming up. Uh, October 19th at Eastmore UMC in Marion, Kansas. Um, October 26th, Church of the Resurrection in Leewood. And then a, a ERT recertification class. For those of you who uh, are expired with your basic ERT, on October 26th at Church of the Resurrection, you can uh, renew your credentials so that you can become active in our family. Go to www.greatplainsumc.org, register. We're back to our Potluck podcast from the Great Plains Conference, where we conclude our conversation with Rhonda Kingwood, pastor of Heart of Christ Church in Wichita. 
And now it's a new chapter of your life, not only with Heart of Christ, but you're going through the uh, the course of study. Why the decision to uh, to take that on? Well, I um, I always knew that there was a call on my life, and I I have always walked in that call. Um, but in the United Methodist Church, I didn't walk in it uh, legally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to say by going through the process, should I say? Um, and I, I just thought, oh, I don't want to go through the process. You know, I, I'm, I'm good. You know, God is using me. I'm good. But I want to say in 2014, uh, I really kind of made the change to do that. And then part of it was I really wanted to be able to, as we had opened up, you know, a new congregation, started a new ministry, and Pastor Dotson was at that time the only pastor. I wanted to be able to have, give some relief, and I thought, well, this was the time for me to go through. Um, and so, you know, it was a way for God to move me into where I needed to be. And um, that's why I made the decision. Um, and then in 2016, um, I was uh, licensed as a local pastor. Oh, and so now I'm going through a uh, course of study. Fantastic. I'm not sure if you're a uh, a person with five-year or 10-year goals, and I'm not sure if Heart of Christ Church has five-year or 10-year goals, but where do you where do you see both you and the church going in the next uh, few years? Well, you know, right now we, we're working on, you know, some three-year, three- to five-year goals, but I really see Heart of Christ moving uh, more into its own um, and really being who God has called him to be on that corner of uh, Lincoln and Green. Uh, I see Heart of Christ uh, being a big influence in, in that community um, and continuing to serve breakfast on Sunday mornings to those that, you know, can't afford or those that are homeless, you know, to continue to do that and even in a bigger sense to continue to um, feed the homeless uh, once a month and, and continue to do that and even bigger, to continue to do be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. So I really see us moving uh, into a larger uh, ministry field that our, our, uh, our territory will be enlarged. As for me, I, I just see uh, me growing in, in what God has for me. Um, I see, uh, you know, me finishing course of study, and then I, I see God just taking me uh, into different levels. Does that mean that I'll always be at heart of Christ? I don't know what God has in store. All I know is that um, I am looking for God to do great and awesome things uh, through through heart of Christ and through me. Uh, and as long as we stay humble, I believe that God is going to do great things. Well, fantastic. We wish continued blessings on you and on Heart of Christ in Wichita. How can people find out more about Heart of Christ? Well, we're we're still working on getting our uh, website, so we don't have that yet. Um, but um, we are on Facebook. We we go live every uh, Sunday, so our our Facebook, um, our messages, our church services are on Facebook. Um, so you can do that. You can call the church. Um, you can, we're at 856 Green, 
Uh, we're on Twitter, we're on uh, Instagram. So we're out there in social media um, and we're going to hopefully have a website soon. Fantastic. Continued blessings on you and of on the heart of Christ. Thank you, Rhonda Kingwood. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thanks to those of you who have stuck around for the first episode of Potluck, a Great Plains Conference podcast. We value your feedback. What did you think of the debut episode? What suggestions do you have for guests on upcoming episodes? Give us a call at 785-414-4251, 785-414-4251, or email potluck, P-L-T-L-U-C-K, at greatplainsumc.org. And thank you for joining us for Potluck, where everyone brings something different to the table. Potluck, the Great Plains podcast, is copyright 2019. It's hosted by David Burke, directed and produced by Eugenio Hernandez, and the executive producer is Todd Seifert.